I am so not ready to talk about Kid Nation because I was ready to talk about Kid Nation <laughs> yeah, a few days ago. No, this is brutal. <laughs> and my brain is like, you already did this. What are you talking about? Sorry, folks. It's trying to make you forget what you saw. Oh, yeah. My, I, I could feel the like garbage cleanup mechanism working in my brain as I was watching it. Like I couldn't remember like 30 seconds before what was happening before my <laughs> eyes. I, I have a question to maybe to what our whistles is this the most 30 rock show that we have watched <laughs> this yeah i i would say no so. no no it's I not I, like it's uh, not even cop the, rock is yeah it's okay. cop rock yeah i just think i just think <laughs> i just think it gets beat by like the show we did this month like yeah. <laughs> you know in a calendar month anyway i just I think there's a compelling argument for all of the shows that have been done during the one... Let's only talk about TV shows that went one season. They've all been 30-rack-ass TV shows. Because even the idea of... The cavemen are a racial allegory. Yeah, yeah. Like, we made a racist TV show based on ads. Have we said it every episode? I think so. I feel like we have. This is a 30-rack-ass show. We're not going to say it for me, because I'm... I hate you guys, by the way. I, we're like, hey, we're going to talk about shows that lasted one season. We're like, great. So it's an opportunity to talk about the worst television shows we'll ever cover. There are <laughs> oh, many good shows. What did you pick? What did you pick? Firefly? I haven't. Uh, you'll find out at the end of the episode. All right. Fair enough. Shouldn't this Folks, be called like Kid Town? Folks, it's that time <laughs> again. Once again, we come to you. The people of As You Know. I represent, I, Ian Benson, of course, representing the uh, elite class. The upper class. <laughs> what were the four? It was the, the elite. Green, yellow, Manhattan, blue, red. Brooklyn, the Bronx. <laughs> uh, Staten Island. It was the, the upper. <laughs> I think the town council was just like the upper class. And then, yeah, there was like laborers, cooks, and artisans. Yeah, uh, merchant and, yeah, uh, and upper merchant class. It's, as you know, the podcast that is dedicated to covering the first and last episode of every television show in existence. And when we say every, we mean every, which is why we are here today in the ongoing project where we are covering television shows that only went one season. We are each taking a turn. We are nearly through the month. And my co-hosts have mostly spent this time inflicting untold horrors upon the psyche. And it's gone on long enough that I forgot about Cop Rock, but then Cop Rock was mentioned. <laughs> we're just goofing we're, off, we're, once again. Once again, we are here in the 30 Rock series uh, <laughs> of, of television programs. I am Ian Benson, representing the... What class, Travis? Uh, you... Hmm... It's merchant. Not deep, it's not that deep a question, my dear. Merchant. Yeah, we're going merchant. <laughs> it's a merchant pretty deep. Class. It's a pretty deep question. No, I want to know what class you right. think I represent. Okay, so okay, I've got, I'm Ian Benson. Joining me as always are Matt Siani hey. of the artisan class. Merchant. That's class. not merchant. one of them. No. Yeah, there was no artisan class. There was merchant class. Artisan's like Co- a real thing. Cooks class, probably. Cooks. Yeah, the cooks class. Yeah, I was like one of yours. Cooks. Yeah, and then there's Stephen Doughton, upper class. Yeah. Because he can, he doesn't have any assignment, but he can float around. He's and a do layabout. He yeah, <laughs> undoubtedly. And then finally, as always, Travis Marmon, the laborer. The laborer. You are the only one here. You are you the literally only are a union member. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I have a computer touching job that I can literally record this podcast while doing. But hey, uh, don't say that yes, when you're doing that. <laughs> if you heard us describe the merchant, the upper, the lower, and 
Oh, sorry, the upper, the laborer, and the cooking Hooks. class. <laughs> no, that cooking other class. class. That other class. So famously not laborers. Yeah, not an entirely a different, different class thing. system. If you're hearing that and wondering to yourself, what on earth could they be talking about this week? Well, we are here to talk about, of course, the American reality television program Kid Nation hosted by Jonathan Karsh, that premiered on CBS uh, on September 19th, 2007. The day that will later learn an infamy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this is some 2007-ass shit, dude. Oh, man. It, uh, it was canceled on May 14th, 2008, after running one season. And, um, well, Stephen, do you just want to jump right in to the deep end of the pool here and tell me why you picked yeah, it? Yeah, look... I thought long and hard about picking a particular TV show that only had one episode and talking about how the person who starred in it deserved it because they're the worst actress on the planet. But I didn't God. pick Emily's Reasons Why Not. And instead... It's Heather Graham so much. What has she ever done to you? <laughs> and, what, what I, and what I picked instead um, is, a, is, just a, is just one of the worst ideas I could think of. Um... <laughs> And like, I, I was interested to know. I was interested now, Steven, in reasons. Yeah. Why is this one of the worst ideas you've ever heard of? Well, like, it's it's this weird child labor thing that like it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to do this. It doesn't. You know, I was hoping maybe to get a uh, kids say the darndest things kind of feeling. You know how sometimes it's we just just read? like a normal reality show, which feels you know so exploitative on its own with adults. Anyway. Do you know how sometimes we read... Uh, no. No? <laughs> I know about it, yeah. Read. Yeah, sometimes, we, sometimes, sometimes we don't read Wikipedia articles. We just read the, head, the headings and that tells right. us all we need to know. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. of course, Mike the Headless Chicken, my personal favorite Wikipedia article of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good one. Now, I only need to read one here, which is treatment of children and broader legal implications. <laughs> that is a heading. Broader legal implications. <laughs> treatment of children and broader legal implications. Can I read my favorite excerpt from that part? Of course. Sure. <laughs> The Federal Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938 normally limits the number of hours the children can work in a day. But as normally. exceptions involved, normally has exemptions involved, uh, or has exemptions for those involved in film and television production, leaving it to states to regulate further. So, what state did they have to shoot this in to make it? Uh, New Mexico. So they it, uh, and it well, was in New Mexico specifically because of the uh, child labor had, laws, uh, I would imagine. Uh, had passed a law to limit children's participation in film and television productions to nine hours a day, but it did not come into enforcement until a month after filming completed. Uh, <laughs> the guy <laughs> just under the gun. New <laughs> <laughs> Mexico had other general child labor provisions that limited children under 14 to a maximum number of hours per week or day unless otherwise wow. cleared with the state, which CBS has not appeared to have obtained. Adults were on site with the children, but nature of how the adults supervised the children made it appear that the children were unlawfully engaged in labor under New Mexico's law, according to the state. The producers challenged these claims by declaring the set a summer camp rather than a place of employment. <laughs> oh, my God. This question by the state. And additional <laughs> related to camp operations camp. that was not followed by the production. The ostensible loopholes productions have claimed have since been closed. This is Thank some God. 
NCAA ass bullshit where it's like, <laughs> oh, this is education. It's not, they're not doing labor. Uh, never mind the people making a million dollars off of this. Parents Just were required to sign a 22 page waiver that disavowed any responsibility on CBS or production for any harm of medical care given to the children. Oh, um, man. Imagine signing your nine-year-old up for this. It'd be like, I can kind of get if you did the show and it was just like 13 to 15-year-olds that it went down to age eight or whatever. I don't think it'd be a good idea, (laughs) but I can at least understand like, you're like, oh, this kid's a little bit more mature or whatever. And like, or they're really a huge pain in the ass and you want to get them right. And you send them to some camp where they have to do labor. I get more than doing it to an eight-year-old. I mean, dude, parents are fucked up, man. I don't know. like parents who really want to be on TV and want their kids to be on TV are some of just the most sickening creatures. On well, Earth. and unsurprisingly, if you look into the like list of participants, like a lot of these kids like did acting. Obviously, of course, yeah. It's reality show. One of them is like a Chicago Fire recurring character or whatever. DK. Yeah, it's the only uh, one. The only one with a blue Wikipedia name. But a bunch of them did like stage him. stuff too. I did find uh, NJ's uh, LinkedIn account. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, first of all, if you listen to all of this and you're still like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's right. We're talking about Kid Nation, a television show that featured 40 children and adolescents from 8 to 15, filmed on location in Bonanza Creek, a privately owned town built on the ruins of Bonanza City, New Mexico, 13 miles south of Santa Fe, where these children were struck, were, uh, attempted to build a functioning society. And also do like wacky physical challenges. Or yeah, like, it was more like gamified than I expected. Elements of this, yeah, elements of this would be like this would be on Nick Gas. This yeah, is wild and absolutely. crazy kids. Or like whatever. it did not need to have the reality show element to work. I really, yeah, I really. Well, see, I thought for the sake of our podcast, the like Nick Gas stuff was the most boring. I agree because I agree. Like it's just like when kids are like pumping liquid into a into a container to take over you're just like there's not much to say kids yeah. saying stupid things and like organizing themselves and what is this show um, saying about capitalism yeah is a conversation a we can revolution. have <laughs> teaching <laughs> the kids about class system yeah yeah Getting a little like, dab of anarchy in there there's yeah there's a lot to be spoken about for that but the game can i cover part, um the majority of my notes here real quick <laughs> if that's how you want to do it yeah, um, so I'm going to read you some excerpts from my notes. Yeah. Because I sat down. Because the thing is, is I sat down to watch this all on Saturday morning. I was pretty hungover from a night out before. But uh, due, to, due to some stuff where you're recording on a, on a Monday. So I'm feeling a little weird from a, a game that was played yesterday, uh, as I said, where I mostly uh, consumed beer and candy while playing a horror game. Uh, very Halloween vibes, even though it was February. So I'm trying to go back into the mental headspace that I had when I watched the shows and was ready. And so I was like, oh, let me pour over what my notes are. And uh, they are, these are real kids. These are real kids. These are real kids. These are real kids. (laughs) These are real kids. These are real kids. These are, in fact, real kids. These are real kids. I know you're missing your mom who tucks you in and everything. These are real kids. These are real kids. Bathrooms or TV. Infrastructure entertainment. America, baby. These are real kids. (laughs) <laughs> These are real kids. How come that one kid got no Sean Moreno tears? These are real kids. <laughs> so, so, let yeah, us. Yeah, they are real kids. Let it us, looks like they. For the third to, time in this project, project tread carefully. 
I think this one's. I think this one is the least fraught somehow. Somehow, <laughs> um, b- just just because like, just because like you know they did get to see their parents every day, and America is no. Stupid. They didn't see their parents every day. They only saw their parents at the end. They Sorry. did have two. There were two hundred adults on set. Are you one hundred percent sure that they didn't see their parents every day? Yes. Yeah, did you Sorry. watch any I'm, of the like, videos I, I or anything from the fi- participants? I don't think they faked that. I think that they really my, did not see their parents. Because in my head, it was a lie that they weren't seeing their parents. No. I guess no. I just made that up. No. You did. That, honestly, more <laughs> of the show real. was real than the 200, adult, uh, the 200 adults on set would imply. Like they, like right. they didn't see their parents. Okay. They actually had All to right. cook their own nope. food. Okay. Like adults okay. were present off camera during production, including cameramen, producers, a medic, and a child psychologist. Although all interacted with the children as little as possible. Participants <laughs> missed a month of school. But so I, Foreman, I made the, up a the, fact the, about the show to make myself feel better, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, exactly. You made, you made up that like people that reality TV is often fake <laughs> to help yourself. This is the real. Well, like, okay, <laughs> this is much realer than uh, th- other reality hilarious. shows we've seen. Because because like <laughs> on Survivor. Right, so, like, like I'm gonna okay. This is, I'm gonna launch into something here. So like, adults. There are adults that don't live in societies. There are adults that live in tribes. There are adults that like, w- like don't have a lot of technology to deal with the problems that lie in front of them. Adult human beings on Survivor, like every every like two weeks or so, they take everybody and have a nice meal and they sleep in a hotel and you know blah 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 and they just don't talk about it. That is a thing that is real. On Survivor, they have extras. They have they have they have body doubles for these people to like make sure that like things that happen in stunts or whatever can get like filmed from multiple angles or slightly exaggerated or these sorts of things on. This is a show with adults. Kid nation is the one where they took it really, really seriously and didn't cut corners. This Uh, one. I just, what's fun too though is because Steven just said the thing about how kids kid nation. uh, He was like, yeah, this is great. I was like over here. I was like, I need to also double fa- double check his facts about Survivor just to be safe. That Steven doesn't watch all reality television programs and, and make elaborate <laughs> fiction <laughs> behind them. I I uh, I I know someone who has been on the set of Survivor, and the extras thing is definitely true. Yeah, you know, my, I, again, I, my, I was double checking. Sorry. Uh, my uh, my my father and sister were staying at a hotel in. Uh, in Guatemala, where they had to sign a non-disclosure agreement to stay there. Well, yeah, because there were forty uh, children in the Guatemala uh, in, in Guatemala. <laughs> because the, because the, because the because the cast of Survivor was also staying there. Uh, Matt, please uh, please bleep that out so my dad doesn't. I don't know lose. Yeah, it was his, like he then disclosed a thing to you. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Oh, did yeah, they did. <laughs> you did just you did, first time on the podcast that an NDA's been broken. <laughs> But yeah, Matt, please, please don't get my dad disbarred. Although that's not what would happen. <laughs> That'd be a really funny way to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we just broke an NDA. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Everything's stupid. <laughs> Jeff Probst is going to personally come and body slam your dad. Is Survivor still airing? Oh yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ! So not eligible. 
You guys want to hear a really great sentence from the brief Wikipedia page? 42! 42! <laughs> seasons of Are Survivor. Seasons 42? Oh, so my you're two God. A year. No, it's, they're on season... That's the last one that's finished. Season 43 is airing right. actively. Right, so they must do at least two a year because it's only been on since like 2000. Good for them. That's sure, why not? What's the sentence, Ian? Uh, and what was the page that it's from? It is from executive producer and uh, I believe creator of the television show, Tom Foreman. Yeah, Tom Foreman Productions, along with Endemol USA, which was or is a Dutch-based media company that helped create the show. Oh, other programs created by them for the American audience, yes, are Fear Factor, Deal or No Deal, One Versus 100, Extreme Makeover, Home Edition, Show Me the Money, The yeah. One Making Music Set, st- Set for Life, Wipeout, Big Brother, and Kid Nation. These are all things yeah. made by this Dutch company. Yeah. Uh, Tom Foreman. Tom Foreman has a Wikipedia page that is one sentence long with three, like the bio is one sentence and then there's just three awards. <laughs> so I clicked on his page to find a little bit more about him and just said, Tom Foreman is a television producer who's worked as a producer on 29 different television shows. He's best known for creating Kid Nation and 9-11. What's 9-11? He created 9-11. I did see this. He is a he did a TV documentary about 9-11. The Kid Nation about how he guy. did it. And yeah. You, you could know. you could you could quite truthfully say Tom Foreman did 9-11. <laughs> Uh, so from Tom, yeah, he did uh, 9-11. Yeah, Tom <laughs> Foreman. See that one? Tom Foreman <laughs> and Robert De Niro did 9-11. Um, did you guys see that the UK also tried this? To do 9-11? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they did. Oh, <laughs> uh, they did. Are you talking about Boys and Girls Alone, which is such I a am, stupid yeah. name for the same Boys concept. and Girls Alone. <laughs> I just Boys realized that. Wait, hold on. Alone. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so Boys mad. and <laughs> I wanted to immediately. I I was too busy distracted to think of the fact that what the my response should have been was, "Oh, you mean eleven nine? Hey, <laughs> oh, that's a good bit. That's a good bit. Uh, tell us uh, about I, I do like uh, jolly it. old boys and girls alone. Boys Anybody and girls have the info alone. on that? A four part series. Uh, Twenty children between eight and eleven. That's worse. Uh, in a <laughs> it's pair English, of villages. Of it's worse. <laughs> How is it worse? Uh, one for each <laughs> sex. During the last three episodes, each group had a task to complete. They were given the responsibility of money. A three-day camping trip included the girls skinning and eating a rabbit and the boys fishing for food. And in the finale, they had to live with oh, the opposite so wait, sex. Wait. So it was 20... So Okay, hold on. Okay. So it was 10 children living in a village, for 10 boys in a village and 10 girls in a village? That's it, yeah. yeah. Boys oh. and girls alone. Wow. That's less exciting. Now, what's I, that one be, Japanese? Be, it should be boys alone and girls alone. You know. Ian, are you about to bring up old enough? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. What wow. is that? <laughs> old wow. enough rules. I, that's I have the no one where they enough. send very very small Japanese children on errands and follow oh, yeah. them around that's, with that's the camera a while they like go grocery shopping. Game. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I was gonna say. So wait, that's the that's that one. I wanted to be sure. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, in Japan, it's what is it? My first, my first errand or something. Yeah, it's called My First Errand. Yeah, can we send the old enough Japanese. kids all together to... Yeah. <laughs> the, old enough kid, the old enough kids would dominate these, these oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah. Okay, imagine imagine American old enough where, like, the kid has to get in, like, an F-250 The kid in is Texas 37 years old. <laughs> I was about to say, the kid gets run over immediately. 
<laughs> no, the kid has to drive. There's no other way to run an errand in most places in, in America. I mean, yeah. old enough only in New York City, I guess, which is just like a whole different level of fraud. Yeah. yeah. So a, little, a little baby on the subway <laughs> getting arrested for jumping the fair. <laughs> Dude, it is he wild. He just walks under. He just walk underneath it. <laughs> just yeah, <walk>. <laughs> ducking the fair. <laughs> it ducks the fair. The whole camera crew. Like I don't know. Look, if I was on a New York subway and there was a whole camera crew and a boom mic on like on one a three year old sitting on the subway, I'd be like, Ah, look, we're in New York. Only <laughs> in the New York, York baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That makes I like this. Let's make that happen. Can we co- can we contact Tom Foreman and be like, "Hey, you American want Tom Foreman enough, to do, do it? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you want these kids to be murdered? You want you want you want you want a television we program need the where funding. it's only we need the funding. Where are we going to get the funding? Yeah, so you you want a television program where they've cleared out a whole borough and then now there are only children in that part of New York? <laughs> Is that what you're describing? <laughs> Isn't that the plot of uh, you want you uh, want Escape from New York Baby Edition? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do just love that. I love that some guy read fucking Lord of the Flies and he was like, "Wait a minute! Now, what if this was a TV show, but like real kids?" We did. We did it in the West. They're not on an island. <laughs> yeah, I love that they were like fine. that. They were like the last people who tried to make this. Uh, town failed let's have kids do it can you do it better kids in that they have to do like at the beginning it's like you're doing pioneer shit like you are you're here in the 1600s pushing wagons and and like i mean it's definitely labor it'd be yeah, funny if it's just... like 20 days in a child invents like modern a modern technological device and... <laughs> yeah there's just one kid who's who's like kind of a tech nerd and at 14 knows how to like make a cell phone yeah but then they were like no here's a microwave but it's an old west looking microwave <laughs> could, you, could you imagine if the end of the show is also the same as the end the, of the, lord of the, the flies? practical choice i haven't read that book so. yeah refresh uh, me i was and by that i mean lord of the flies i mean by that i mean uh, <clears throat> please uh, if anyone in the audience hasn't read the ending of lord of the Fri- flies uh, let them know what happens in that well, you know, we're going to, one, a child will be, you know, you're going to kill, we're going to kill some people and then we're going to have them all running around and everything's on fire. For a second, I thought it was about to happen when they wake up and shit's on fire. <laughs> and then what happens is like a British soldier, soldier arrives because he was investigating the fire and then is like, this is not very British of you children. Why aren't you all here with a stiff upper lip? And feels like weirdly shamed and embarrassed by the children or whatever. And they all are like, ah, oh, wow, we're big babies. We didn't mean to kill anyone. Wow. So Is I that what happens at the end of that book? <laughs> That's yeah, not how I remember. Lord of it's basically, I, if I remember correctly. I'll pull up the Wikipedia page. Every time I hear the word baby right now, I just watched Infinity Pool last night. I'm hearing Mia Goth say, you big baby. Oi, <laughs> mister, you me dad me. Mia Goth, oi. She is so scary. I yeah. If I looked into her eyes one time, I would turn to stone. It is uh yeah. I mean, unreal. That's what it takes to date Shia LaBeouf. We don't need to talk. <laughs> That's about true. That. <laughs> I, she's dated Shia LaBeouf twice. They broke up and they got back together. Someone was like, "I need more of this." 
I let me be clear. Psychotic. I watched Kid Nation after I watched Infinity Pool, and Kid Nation really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first episode was interesting. Like I, 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 I saw the fifty-five minute tag and oh, was like, I was so "I'm very sorry, everyone." Yeah. <laughs> um, it was yeah, entertaining, it though. It was not the least bit entertaining. I was, I was, uh, 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 it was abhorrent to me. Also, I was hungover, and I found it I nauseating. I was what? <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I watch football." <laughs> yeah, oh, this is entertaining can, and abhorrent to me. Yeah, and this is where I, oh, don't, don't let me be smug about the fact that I didn't watch a single <laughs> snap of the NFL this year. Please, please. Um, no, uh, I'm sorry. We I did skip over like one eight snaps. <laughs> we skipped over one part of uh, this, by the way. Uh, had anyone had any relationship with this television show before? <laughs> we, no, I remember it being a thing. I remember it coming out, and I knew about the kid who drank the bleach. Um, which wait, what is not shown on TV? Famously, the someone on set. They don't even specify who. I think you have to look into the report if it even tells you. Uh, a kid drank some bleach that they thought was seltzer water. There's been a highly publicized story about one child drinking bleach. Andre explained in, the, in this report that this has been a, a result of a bottle of bleach being mistaken for a bottle of seltzer water that they had for flavoring drinks in the town store, but medical staff were immediately there to treat the affected child who was returned to set shortly after. Uh, Andre stated they that They sent her right were... back to work! They sent her right back to work! <laughs> Andre stated that there she were She drank bleach and then they were like, back to work with you! <laughs> Wow, that's like what was happening in this country in the last couple of years. <laughs> Andre stated that there were over 200 adults uh, near the set at any time, and while he did not consider the show in any way abusive, he did state that it was definitely a lot more exploitative than I remember it being back then on watching it as an adult. Oh, yeah. Um, when you were a kid, you didn't think about the labor, the broader legal implications, <laughs> the implications. of the show. <laughs> now, um, Jimmy, in an interview with YouTuber JonTron Jimmy, the first child to leave the game, uh, he criticized the harsh conditions that the production crew placed upon the children, such as making them cook their own food, wash their own dishes, the poor sanitary sanitary conditions. One outhouse, yeah. outhouse for forty kids and no showers until the first showdown. I know we're going to talk about that for four unbroken hours. Travis yeah. <laughs> is probably going to talk about Trump talking about toilets as well. While we're no, at this. I will not. Uh, we're done. And the poor sleeping shit, conditions. But. Uh, he also confirmed on two separate occasions ambulances were called because one child accidentally consumed bleach from an improperly rinsed container. Jesus. And also there was the child, uh, uh, one child burned her face with grease while cooking. Oh my God. Uh, are you proud of Jimmy? I'm proud of Jimmy. For leaving? For leaving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out Jimmy. He, he, he just wanted to get tucked into bed. That was one of the most brutal things. <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> Possibly the most heartbreaking moment of the, we've covered on this show. <laughs> Real <laughs> children. Mom. I know you was your mom who tucks you into bed or whatever, and then just Jimmy just going, and my dad. <laughs> and I was God. like, these are children. These are real children. We love children. Jimmy. Yeah, we love all of these children equally. Even though at various like points, and I will not say who they are when watching this show, when I would go to put something in my notes that I normally would put in my notes when watching a television show, such as. I hate this person. Yeah. You can't them. say that. What? I can't kids. say that because this is a real child. So every instance of these, this is a real child might be like, oh God, why does that one have a cowboy hat? I'm getting yeah. bad vibes. But why instead- is this child wearing a kangol? <laughs> it just feels really weird to see over and over. Uh, the kid wearing the cowboy the, hat was from Chicago also, which was pretty funny to me. I thought a bunch of them wore cowboy hats because yeah, they were like, we're in the Wild West. Yeah. It's New Mexico. See, that's yeah, why yeah. I just said it like that. Why I was that one the, kid wearing a cowboy And hat? then there was Taylor who Taylor talked the Georgia, like don't, this. Georgia, 
pageant queen. Real I loved children. the ex- I loved the Boston accent on yeah. L- Laurel was that her name? The one who one hundred percent Irish truly sounds like yeah. She's perfect. I liked the growth of of the kid. The kid I want to highlight the most is the fifteen year old who like it. A I I do feel for any of the like the oldest kids on this too because it's like you're in the middle of high school and you're like I'm basically going to camp with a bunch of like kids who are Children. six years younger than me which is basically yeah. like being 20 years younger than you if you're an adult and this kid's just right. a his first episode like the main thing he does is is right blue on things in shock which is really stupid <laughs> like that one child really correctly was like that's two-year-old behavior or whatever these go blue yeah any a, a real 15 year old would be drawing dicks on everything but they would not uh the producers probably would have stopped that but he's just like annoying the whole first episode, and he reminds me of like Harold from Harold, where it's like, oh, this kid's been like held back, and it's just with all these like children, but he's way older. But then he's like the mature one by the end who like comforts people, and he's like on the council and stuff. So I want to know oh, about his cons. growth. I you want to know that? Gr- you want to know that growth arc? Yeah, you got to watch the rest of the show to find out. Um, did you read any of the other participants like Wikipedia summaries? I read the whole thing. Um, uh, most of them weren't very detailed. No, but the I know best, was the best like, one was Taylor's because of the line that she had been fed by the producers that she confirmed was fed to her by the producers. Because mm-hmm. apparently she infamously said, <laughs> ugly chickens deserve to die. <laughs> Imagine you yep. are an adult on this set. And you feed a child no. that line to say infamously on television. How do you show your face? Like, how do you, you are you going to go <laughs> home to like your family or friends and like look them in the eye after that? Can you believe that only three kids yes. left during the, the, the three? That is shocking. Uh, and then yeah, twenty thousand dollars. Then left. I really hope I really hope those kids didn't get like scolded by their parents or whatever. Oh, they totally you know? did. Like. They kind of pay, like so? yeah, in order to sign your kid up for this, you have to be a fucking psychopath. You only get five grand for participating. Those kids never got the chance to get a gold star because they left. They lost mm-hmm. out on twenty k. Jimmy had the right idea, though. He knew that that shit sucked right away, and he hit the bricks. Shout out to Jimmy. But what's funny is it was like, also it was like, eight. Yeah, it was yeah. not distinguishable from an eight-year-old at a regular camp just yeah. getting homesick and going <laughs> yeah. home. There's always one. No. Like that's that's really normal. The thing is, most camps aren't forty days, and also most camps don't make the producers of the camp like at least hundreds of thousands of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they have beds at most camps, yeah, and uh, running water. I I did a I did a a, um, an improv set. Uh, a mono scene where somebody was like, oh, since it's Don't Tell the Bride, something, something, something. And I thought that Don't Tell the Bride was some Irish tradition uh, of like a style to get married. Uh, But it turns out what Don't Tell the Bride actually is, is a TV show. Um, and, And so there kept being producers at this wedding and I kept being like, why do Irish weddings have producers? I don't understand any of this. I promise in this moment, if I ever get married, there will be a producer, <laughs> an executive producer. <laughs> yeah. The key grip at Ian's wedding. Yeah. Boom mic operator at Ian's wedding. <laughs> My wedding will absolutely have a fight coordinator. I feel like that's much more important. <laughs> But nobody will know that there was fight a fight coordinator uh, 
it, there will just be great fights. My <laughs> uh, wedding will be the first to have an inti- intimacy coordinator. <laughs> Did anybody else think it was kind of fucked up that the uh, host of this show was an adult? Uh, did you think it's that weird the host when it was going to be a kid? <laughs> it well, it says no adults, yeah. and then one keeps showing up. Yeah, he keeps them stuff to Also, do. imagine a guy that talks like this being in your presence at all. Like a guy with the reality guy reality TV show voice. Yeah, but it's like reality show voice mixed with like kids with like Nickelodeon show voice. Right. And it's just like, yeah, we like obviously it's not how he just like talks every day, but I don't know. They should have had like a famous host like kid a host job. the show. <laughs> should have been Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, sure. I mean, He's too old at that point, then. but like, so yeah, somebody like that at a... Uh, that would that would have spiced it up. Your host, Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably he was probably slightly told by that. I don't know how young I don't know how young you're talking for like a famous kid. I, it doesn't matter. There's famous only so many famous kids at any given time. Yeah, who are the famous kids now? I don't know. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Even she's probably like <laughs> 19 by now. She's got to be 18. <laughs> Yeah, like all I can think of is like the ones from a few years ago. So it's like her and like <laughs> Malala hosting conditions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Malala, you softsy, and you could go have a drink if you wanted. Uh, God, now if I am she really wanted, struggling to think rather, of like, yeah. If you wanted, I'm sure she'd be like, <laughs> sure it's hard why? for me to get a, get a drink of Malala. <laughs> uh, yeah, now I am trying to think of like who is a current famous child. Jacob Tremblay. Most famous kid, like, 2023. I mean, <laughs> TikTok people probably. Yeah, there's a bunch of fucking... Oh, Maddie Ziegler? I know that That's name, but I don't know who that is. No idea. To me, to me, the most famous kid is that kid at the Red Wings game that they kept zooming in on, and then the crowd would cheer, and then they would cut to a Canucks fan, and everyone would boo, and they would just cut back to this child and keep... <laughs> the che- as the cheers got louder and louder. <laughs> that sounds funny. I like is it. Is Blue Ivy... It was very funny. Is Blue Ivy the most famous child in the world? Which I think kid is various that? TikTokers are more famous than Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy has the most famous parents of okay. any child. That's, be, that's Beyonce and Jay-Z's. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Anyway, a famous kid should have hosted this show. It's jarring to see an adult host the show. It <laughs> seems wrong. I think this show should have been hosted by Baby Annette, and I think that all of the children should have been played by dolls. Sure. Puppets. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, very famous child puppets from over the years. I want. I want Renezme and Chucky. <laughs> I want Renesmee celebrity deathmatch. But no, I figured it out. Yeah. A reboot it. Host Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Escape from Megan is the actual. <laughs> okay, so. It's like, how do we even get into this? Because really it's a reality beats. show. The pacing, I don't of this, know. the pacing of this is wild, even for a reality show. It's just truly just like jumping from thing to thing for a lot of the beginning. Like, I did not feel like it tried to you have get to construct a narrative based on the raw footage that you have. You know? Yeah. Have and like, we get the kids that. that are like, these are the ones that, that pop. And yeah. like, I don't know how they pick the town council to start with and like how long these kids got to hang out beforehand the best and the brightest and they put them on a helicopter and then they showed up that way right that's yeah. what happened yes so we have like Aunt Anjay has the line <laughs> he's like the only adults that have that are good are George Washington Ben Franklin and Mahatma Gandhi <laughs> I which I thought was funny it's like come on man don't know MLK, if that would be my list like 
No, that's actually my exact list. Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. You could have. My list is Reggie Fils-Aimé, <laughs> um, Bjork, and <laughs> yeah. How do you cover the broadest spectrum? I can't, think of, a th- three. I can't think of a. Th- I can't think of a third one. Hayao Miyazaki. Um, I don't know. Uh, EPA. <laughs> no, Hayao Miyazaki is problematic. I think. He's, I think he's, he's done I think, adulthood pretty badly. I think he's a really good director and a really bad parent and grandparent i don't know um, if that qualifies though as like problematic i think that no might just be... no 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 but like if we're coming up with a list of three good if adults, there are only three good adults i'm not yeah. putting him on the list um if, if your I, child has to go into the exact same art field as you so that he could have an adult relationship with you yeah you don't yeah no i understand that no you I, don't yeah. get on the list i'm pushing back on the word problematic okay I guess all right that means a specific is over party no, oh, I got it. Oh, here's my here's my list. Here's my oh, list. Three no. good adults. Reggie Fizeme. Here it is. Reggie Fizeme, Bjork, Mina Kimes. Three good adults. There are three. <laughs> Pretty good, all of them. Uh, now, see, we got to take Mina off because of the Bryce Young draft. <laughs> she's rooting, yeah, she's personally ruining Bryce Young's draft stock by standing next to him. <laughs> That's just uh, funny. I'm sorry. That does not knock her down for me. As a, sh- as a short king, I have to I have to stand uh, up for Matt, my boy. Matt, for the record, what happened was... Uh, not ESPN, very high, though. What happened was an ESPN analyst was uh, in heels next to a a quarterback prospect in the draft this year and draft Twitter went off on him secretly He looks, he looks like two inches taller than her and it's and like, like a problem because she's pretty short. He is short for a player as is but yeah. yeah. But then there's a the whole thing where she's like look quite she short. was like I'm not 5'3 I'm 5'7 and was wearing four inch heels is what it <laughs> but instead Don't it was everyone being like wide. this 5'4 woman ruining his draft stock <laughs> this 5'4 woman stood next to him it's over and uh, sports are great uh, it's like, what are the other notable kids? There's like, is Jared the kid with the headband who's, who has all the quotes that they love? Well, that are like, okay. oh, it's the so, weird kid. We've got Alex, Andre, Blaine, Brett, Campbell, Cody, Colton, Divad, DK, em- uh, Emily, Eric, DK, DK Gianna, loves uh, Greg, cramps. Gion, Hunter, Jared, Jasmine, Jimmy, Kelsey, Kennedy, Laurel, Leela, Madison, Maggie, Mallory, Markel, Michael, these people. Miguel, Mike, Morgan, Natasha, Nathan, Olivia, Pharaoh, Randy, Savannah, Sophia, Sophia, Sophie, Taylor, Zach, and oh, you know what would be really fun? Getting okay, 40 kids that all have different first names is impressive. Sophie also. Taylor. Okay. Who is that? Is so that if they're all person? like roughly our age, the funniest thing would be like, okay, yeah. So like Daniel DK is, yeah, he is. He's, he's a like working actor. Age. Like yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm just yeah, using him as right. one that's on there. Where it would be really funny if it's like trying to think of a basketball player. This oh, I can think of a 30 year old basketball player that would make perfect sense to have had his origin story be he was on Kid Nation and that's why he's the way he is. <laughs> is it Kyrie Irving? It's Kyrie Irving. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm starting to rumor that Kyrie Irving was on Kid Nation actually. Mm, yeah. Well, there's nobody named Kyrie. You'd want somebody with a first name that was on there. Well, unfortunately, like... Markel Fultz is too young to have been. <laughs> That probably he forgot, he forgot how to shoot because he was there on was a Mark show. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was was Sophie or Sophia the one who won the gold? Sophia. Star Sophia was yeah. like the older one who was like taking charge. Yeah. Yeah. She seemed chill. Uh, Mike had weird energy. Um, <laughs> there was a Mike and a Michael that was confusing. <laughs> you, guys, you guys, I just need ah, to but Ian, but Ian, okay. I know, I know, but it feels weird. Some of them were the weird kid. That was Jared, okay, the one who had all the I'll quotes. Say. Here's what I'll say. When I was thinking Mike had weird energy, I was thinking about the kids who I was interacting with when I was that age. Do you know? Like, I wasn't <laughs> like, 
if I saw right. that kid, I'd be like, what a weird kid. It was just, and it especially helps. Freak. Yeah, just it especially helps that those people are my age, where it's just right. like, yes, as a kid, right. that no, kid I understand was weird, who they and if are. I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went to school with like 47 Jareds, and they all became friends with me. Uh, because, I was in Boy Scouts like with at least presence. three mics, you know? Like, there were mics around. Which one was Mike? There was a mic and a mic. Mike was the one on the council at the beginning. He would. Uh, he completed uh, orienting through the Washington with the glasses? Scholastic Orienting yeah, League okay. and Cascade Orienting Cl- uh, Club in November 2007. He was in a uh, uh, production of The King and I. Uh, he was the understudy for Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, he was in uh, Susical and Les Mis. Can you imagine, like, you? One just, of these like, kids you, did like a touring Hamilton production. And what I was about to say, I'm glad that you now got that. Can you just imagine where you're just like going to see fucking yeah, Hamilton, and it's just like featuring Kid Nation star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you are on the town council immediately on Kid Nation, you probably were or a weird kid. But I would think it'd be weird in the like, oh, model UN child type of way. I don't see that any kids dead now. No. And that's good. But the only ones that you get a lot of updates on were like, yeah, NJ, I think, is the one who like lives in Australia now. And the Asian kid with like the one tooth that calls the the oldest kid stupid works for DocuSign <laughs> or something. Like that's all <laughs> uh, I found on the Wikipedia. Travis, NJ, yeah. uh, uh, Okay, I got them yeah. flipped then. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, also I, been I a commenter with the Houston in. Public Media Spelling Bee. Travis, I put this question to you. Because you, above all people I know, are most versed with this and have said some of the most horrific things about children in regards to one competition. Do you know what that competition is, Is Travis? it the Scripps National Spelling, Spelling Bee? Is it that is why you're asking me? It is, in fact, the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer Kid Nation if it was 40 of the kids from the Scripps <laughs> National Spelling Bee that you were certain you could obliterate in the octagon? They would not be able to put a society together because they don't They don't have enough mixed tools to... Like, to do this their their skills are too overlapping i think to do uh to do that but forever shout out to go cool um and his like absolutely baller uh like final move to spell none attack without even thinking uh in that one spelling bee in like 2016 truly one of the craziest sports moments i've ever seen <laughs> you just realized that about. both of my girlfriend's kids are the age of this show having different feelings now <laughs> Now you like it. Now you're like, I want to sign him up for this. <laughs> I, I need a vacation. They get to go to one of those horrible. <laughs> I, they get to go to one of those horrible islands off the coast. Yeah, of Ireland. We'll have just, them. We'll, we'll have them be on. Uh, you know, we could just move over for a bit. Have them be on uh, Kid Nation New York. Oh, sorry, yeah, old enough you know. New York. Escape from Kid Nation is what I'm starting <laughs> to call this program. Kid Nation is so good. <laughs> Yeah, which of these kids is the most snake plus? Oh wait, oh that's how you do the sequel. No, that's how you do the sequel. Uh, we both you have drop an idea snake right now. In it. <laughs> that, that's my pitch. My pitch is all forty kids were in juvie, and this is required <laughs> of them to get less time to be on Kid Nation. Oh god, <laughs> we took forty of the most hardcore kids in America. <laughs> That's a real thing. You watch Kid Nation. <laughs> now watch Bad Kid Nation. The, a, a network will take you up on that, as well as a prison system. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the plot of a lot of like video games and and TV shows of just like it mixes like child soldiers with like 
you know, the sorts of ways you can use prisoners for like it's kind of like squid gaming. The longest place. yard, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Les enfants terribles. Intr- yeah. Introducing Les enfants terribles. Bart Harley Jarvis. <laughs> we gotta get Bart Harley Jarvis on Bad Kid Nation. Number one choice for Bad Kids. If we can get Bart Harley Jarvis on Bad Kid Nation, <laughs> the ratings will just be through the roof. So yeah, anyway, they drop these 40 babies of the year off in this ghost town in New Mexico that's actually like a movie ranch or something, which is probably not a good business model it's in the 21st Bonanza, century. which was a TV show that we should maybe do on this. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We should probably do Bonanza. Oh, 100%. When we when we get back to the CBS rural area era, we can do Bonanza. They they have like a sing. They all get like a mattress that's on the ground of a of their bunkhouse. Uh, there is one outhouse for forty kids at the start, and yeah, and there's like some recipes around for food they can make, and there's this like journal that's supposed to give them ideas and like tell them what to do that they pretend was left by old pioneers, even though it was clearly typed in a font that's supposed to look old-timey. I loved this. It's so stupid. I don't know if I should keep going. I don't have, like, the plot. No, we don't need the uh, plot. So There's no set, but the setup plot. is okay. But, like, like, to, yeah, the setup yeah. is that, the and then they've got to do... Yeah. to divide. Then they need to divide into four different groups of ten, sorted by color, and then what the roles of those groups are. Is yeah, based the, on this on a challenge that they have to do or showdown. <laughs> the old pioneers left this uh, left this notebook yeah. that said like the best way to organize a town is to gamify it by color, uh, <laughs> yeah, and and compete in various types of showdowns in order to decide the to, class determ- to determine your class. I kept really waiting. I really class, I, a part of my class. mind this whole time was just like give one kid a gun. <laughs> like that was like how it felt like go the old west thing. Like <laughs> you're presented with a six shooter. There's one white hat child and one black hat child. They have to meet <laughs> at high noon. Jonathan Karsh, yeah, the host, yeah, of this program, yeah. He is an American film director, producer, and former television host. Now, Kid Nation's 2007. In 2003, four years before, he won the Audience Award and the Best Director Award at the Sundance Film Festival. And he won an Forward. Emmy later for mm. his documentary. It's called My Flesh and Br- Blood. Uh, and, uh, you know, 2003 Sundance, you know, like, uh, unseasonably warm weather. It was a record number of attendees. Bob Dylan went. Uh, other films that won in this were, you know, you've got American Splendor, Capturing the Freedmen's, The Station Agent, The Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> the Hebrew Hammer nature. is a Sundance premiere? <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently I'm also learning it. I'm mostly interested in that Adam Goldberg. So I can, I can say career. The Hebrew Hammer. But, um... My Flesh and Blood was a documentary by Jonathan Karsh chronicling a year in the life of the Tom family. It's notable as the mother, Susan Tom, adopted 11 children, all most of whom had serious disabilities or diseases. So Jonathan Karsh saw a family with 11 adopted kids. In uh, uh, It was an in-depth look at the Tom family. Uh, it's broken up into seasons with the family taking place to Halloween, ending in the summer. Uh, the unconventional home life, the support, the challenges, the successes of their day-to-day life. Um, you know, it's, it mostly focuses on the kids who have things like severe burns from a, a fire, cystic fibrosis, a child who was born without legs. He saw all of this, and then later they were like, hey, would you like an even more harrowing experience with <laughs> 40 children? And they, you he, seem he, like he, the guy signed, who could definitely up. handle this. Oh, wow. The, the, the Tom family, who aired in My Flesh and Blood, of course, 
uh, in 2005, shortly afterwards, they were on Extreme Makeover Home Edition because that's the American oh, dream God. right there. Wow. And they got to go to Walt Disney World. Wow. So the first showdown, they have to carry giant water pumps around and pump water in their own team's color from them and then fill this up three bottles. A very and then complex finish game line. For and this determines what class that they are in in life, which determines how much money they get. And yeah, yeah as we've alluded to, there's the upper class gets a dollar i don't know i don't understand if it's per day or per like thing yeah, that you per do diem, or, please. that's the phrase is it, yeah <laughs> they get a dollar uh the merchant class that runs the shops in town which mostly sell like candy and what and toys and shit let's get 50 cents uh the, the cooks, cooks get 25 where does the, the money go for the shops like they collect the money i don't know they work in the shop they collect the money well okay and we also talked about so Sophia, who later wins the twenty thousand dollar gold star in this in this premiere, I love how many times um, they said that it raises, was twenty thousand ra- dollars. Raises three dollars for to get a bicycle, and she's in the laborer class. She only has ten cents to start with, but she starts side hustling. She does dances in the street, and people like leave her tips basically. And Alex and I were doing the math, and we determined if this was a per diem thing, and this was like the first day, a roughly one sixth of the town's co- total. <laughs> economy <laughs> her buying a bicycle Here, here's here's hell yeah Good here for her. here Shit. is where here is where i pitch or i think this show had good politics on accident um <laughs> because they were like oh let's divide it up by class but the thing about it is let's say Capitalism still exists, right? There's the upper class that are making however much times whatever the labor class is making. But no matter what, everyone has a home and everybody has food and you don't have to pay for it. Which, like, it, it is sort of like a universal basic income sort yeah. of deal. Yeah. And then there's a person who everybody likes who's like, I want a bike. I want to have a bike. And then everybody just gives them money because they have their basic needs met. And they're like, we'd like to see this person have a bike. And it really is a statement on what happens when people have their needs met and the way that it can foster community. Well, I also think it would be good to have a showdown every couple weeks where your classes could completely change. 100%. 100%. And I want the board burning on day 37. Number two, (laughs) I have another... I have another I have another point real quick and that is do you know what role slash class slash job Kid Nation did not have? Cops. Cop there was no cop class. No, no police <laughs> No cop class. No, but Universal that one kid at the end income. definitely wishes he was. Stop it. The one who kept going, it's sickening. <laughs> that kid was just like one of the people on the fucking Logan Square community page who like sees graffiti and is like I can't believe yeah, that what kid they're lives doing on to this neighborhood. I was I was recently cri- criticizing graffiti, but only in the sense where I'm tired of it all being dicks. And then everyone who was in the room with me was That's like, "That's the most I'm gonna start dicks graffiti." It's not just here. It's fucking. I don't see dick graffiti I, ever. You, we go to Joe was spots. posting like pussy graffiti or whatever. Well, the day that's she found, feminist. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I just mean like. <laughs> I just mean like when I'm like, there's a cool abandoned building, and I'm like, let me pop in and take a photo, and then I just see someone spray dick. painted a dick in addition to all the other graffiti, and I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> come I on, wanted Jack. to come. I I wonder if we could compare and contrast 
Kid Nation with um, the Last of Us episode from last night. No spoilers. There's, there's no spoilers. I haven't but seen it. The okay, but there's and they did a similar thing in The Walking Dead. Oh, there time is, out, time out, wait, time out. <laughs> Stephen and I both who played at least I think he played all of the Last of Us and I played. Yeah, like, we're, oh, we're, yeah, we're oh, yeah, finished that game. The game. Yeah, I finished that game. <laughs> they right. They get to. to most of the at the time recording this newest episode of The Last of Us is takes place on a commune in uh, what used to be Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Basically, like there's like 300 people living in this town. They've figured out how to get yeah. power from a dam nearby, running water, etc. And there's a part where someone for uh, someone's wife is like, or someone's like, we're not communists or whatever. And his wife just goes, no, we're literally communists. This is a commune. And his like brain just like breaks for a second because he was just like a Texas independent voter or whatever in like his previous life. And then it's just like, what the fuck? That's a good bit. It yeah. is funny. It is funny though that Steven just watched the show and was like, this is the future I want. This is the future I want. Mainly the being run by children part. I, I have a long-held belief that we should have a teen or child president. Like, you, the he, oldest this, you're allowed to be if your president is 19 years old. It's weird because sometimes I will say something about, like, oh, infamously this, or I've long believed this, and usually it's a bit... Matt has, on the record, long believed there should be a teen president. Teen president. I believe in one of our podcast histories, I then explained to him the DC comic series Teen President <laughs> just about that. It's cool. It's a good idea. Back to the kid famous kids. To? Ah, that's exactly God! what I was going to say. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Let's find out. This is like how that Popeye kid is uh, is now like he's a football NIL player. He's NIL money or whatever. Yeah, he's like a D2 player. Kid president's 19 years old. I thought by now he'd be like 27. I guess he was a kid and we were in college, so it makes sense that he's 19. But Who is this? Kid president. He was like the viral, like, uh, he was like a... A black child with like brittle bone disease that would do like big, he'd he'd do these like monologues about Space Jam or whatever. He was very popular for a second in like 2011. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was I, fun. Yeah, he know. gave a. He gave a I wouldn't say I was a fan, but like I, I, I like the kid. I, I, like the I was a supporter. Video. I was a supporter. Robbie Novak. He he got to interview the leading luminaries of 2011: Barack Obama, Pendleton Ward. He's had over 70 <laughs> broken bones. Yeah, he has brittle bone disease. It's wild. There you have it. I was wait, I was fully expecting to learn that like kid kid president's yep. been like a Daily Show correspondent yeah. for four years <laughs> now, and none of us knew. Kid president is Jabuki Young White or something. We had no idea. Um, what else happened? They cook food. They make. I can't believe I can't believe kid president got banned from Twitter for changing his display name to to, to the FBI and tweeting about killing Martin Luther King. Uh. We had, they make like they made like mac and cheese or something on the first night. Yep. Yeah. They successfully they successfully fed themselves. Did you see that there's a kid who got nicknamed the Potato Kid because she always no. cooked potatoes? Uh, like the producers decided to name a child the Potato Kid. It just hey, seems so mean. Like all of it this is worse. So it's because they make potatoes. It's better than if they like like he looks like a potato or something. It's fine. But we need to discuss that we've alluded to earlier is at the end of the showdown, if everyone completes it, they're like, oh, you get to win a thing for the whole town. And but you get a choice. You either get seven outhouses. Again, there are 40 kids and one outhouse or a TV. 
and they present this. I mean, this is also perfect to like try and get into kid mind to just be like, is a no, kid going to be like that's TV? Not just kid, but that's like, not just kid. No, it's Travis, that is the American mindset. That's oh, not just child just, mind. I don't know. Bread yeah. and circus, my dude. But like, there's no reason to believe that it like has cable. There's no video <laughs> games that are attached to it. There's no movies that come with it. There's like a TV. Probably well, yeah, just whatever over-the-air shit that you have in New Mexico. No, nah, man. <laughs> next week, it's just that the next week after that, it'll be like, you could get HBO! Yeah, I guess. And again, I'm also coming at this from perspective of someone who like... Who loves television. No, as someone <laughs> as someone who's, uh, you know, uh, bowel control is roughly on par with a child's due to uh, mm. autoimmune disease. Mm. The idea of being in any, any place where there are 40 people and one outhouse... His horror dropping. We drop forty children with Crohn's with IBS. Just like I would, ha- I would leave immediately. I would get there we and took, I'd be like, we "No." We took forty people. We took forty people from R slash IBS. Yeah, fuck it. Do it with adults. Shit nation. <laughs> we are just describing Goon Island, basically. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they have to deliberate over, do we have toilets or one television? Thankfully, they choose the toilets. These kids are smarter than you might think. I really thought it was just going to be like, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. I, I wanted the TV so bad. I was like, please pick the TV. <laughs> Knowing this that no like, one died, I could watch this and be like, come yeah, on, come yeah. on, pick the TV, pick the TV, pick the TV. This is probably harrowing to watch live. <laughs> yeah. This is the only showdown we got to see, but we did get to see in a recap, like, the result of one of the other ones, which is when, or not even the result, but the debate over one at the end of the recap of the final episode, when there is just Taylor going, pizza is what we want, a microwave is what we need. (laughs) (laughs) A great line. Spectacular line. I don't think, I think the pizza, I would have taken the pizza. 100%. 100%. It's the energy I need. Yeah, Matt and I are firmly like, who in the fuck needs a microwave? Yeah, we have an oven. It's fine. I'll eat the pizza any day. But also, I'll just make pizza. It seems like they have a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they could have made pizza with an oven or whatever based on what it seems like they have. I mean, they literally at the end make do a giant spaghetti or whatever Yeah, uh, and tomato sauce. Uh, I don't know. There's a saloon in town, which is very funny to have like the kids run because I'm imagining like a child elsewhere engine from Deadwood and what that might be like. I never just like an one. evil, an evil scheming child calling everyone a cocksucker, <laughs> uh, and with Ian McShane's voice. Did we do Deadwood? We didn't do Deadwood. We have not done we? Deadwood. What if it was forty kids from around the world, and there was a language barrier at the start? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh, and we see how Good. fast they learn to communicate with yeah, one exactly. another. <laughs> Whoa! Uh-huh. Also, though. I need to stress horrible ethnic stereotypes for each kid. I'm talking oh, yeah. G Gundam level. <laughs> it's like the Spanish kid is a matador. Yeah, He's yeah. We're talking every cast. every kid has their own like uh, color treatment when they're shown on screen. There's just a, a fucking tulip just a for the Dutch lens. child. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or like very specific reference for Ian, like when you're in the World Cup in backyard soccer and they have all the and all the teams are named like the tsunamis or whatever, or the best one, the Russian team, the KGBs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I want I want 40 ethnic stereotypes dropped into uh, we're going to put them on an island. You're going to have like a Belgian Uder kid. Uh, That's me right now, baby. Back for more elderberry Swedish fish. Am I right? Elderberry, uh, sour raspberry, and normal raspberry yesterday. 
I'd eat them. I'd eat them right now. Yeah. Oh, I ate so many of them. And Oreos and shrimp cocktail and a lot of Miller High Life. That sounds pleasant. To, par- to, to quote one of the kids on the show, that would hurt your colon a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else happens this episode? Oh, they have their boy. first town council meeting and where they get to present the gold star. The $20,000 gold star. That's worth star, its weight in gold. Travis. Yeah. Everything. What does that mean? That's worth its weight in gold. What do you mean? It's twenty thousand yeah. dollars. No. Well, if they went I mean, to a cash for gold place, okay. they would get twenty thousand uh, dollars. I, I think it's fine because worth its weight in gold is just like a, a phrase, right? But like, if it's made of gold, saying it's worth its weight in gold is just it's like obvious. a fun little way of saying, yeah. But it's cute. They I say know. literally though, so it's, I'm wondering what the exchange rate was in yeah, 2007. That was was gold ten thousand dollars a pound? It's just what he gets to going. Oh, it's it's literally worth its weight in gold. And I was like, and then I was like, what? And he's like, it's gold. And I'm like, uh, okay, I got it's it. It's probably not really that. They probably just write a check for twenty thousand dollars after you get a fake gold star. That, that but. might be true. <laughs> I also like the idea that what's his remind me his name, the host, Jonathan Karsh. Jonathan Karsh. Karsh. I like the idea that Jonathan Karsh was like, what if we say this instead? And they were like, I don't know. Jonathan doesn't make much sense. He's like, I'm going to say it. And they're like, <laughs> he right, holds Jonathan. Up his, he, he's like, which one of us got a trophy from Robert Redford? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's also there to fit with the Wild West pioneering bonanza theme. Yada, yada. But yeah, we get to see the first like arguments with the council, which seems to change over like six times over the course of 40 days, which seems bad. No, that's um, good. That seems like it's kids. Just, it's just the, yeah, they're just. It's just the fucking. Uh, uh, it's the British Conservative Party. It's totally cool <laughs> and fine. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I have for this episode. So that's all that happens. Does anyone else have anything episode. else? Like, has anyone else got anything for that premiere? I mean, I, I, I think um, it's worth mentioning how much this felt like a regular reality TV show, the way, yeah, it would be if it were adults on screen. And but so like the tone was so similar, and I, I I've seen a couple old reality shows mostly just for this podcast, and they always feel horribly exploitative, obviously. Uh, and then seeing it with kids, it really like it, I can't stress enough how much it made my skin crawl. This is one of the most repellent television shows I've watched. And when Travis was like, "I had fun," I thought less of Travis. You had fun. It, I mean, it was bad that it happened, but they did make a somewhat entertaining product. I felt no entertainment. Yeah, I was, I was also so hungover. I thought and it was going to be more horrific than it was. I mostly have I mostly have quotes written and very little else. Do you yeah. want to fire um, off a few from this episode that you just want us to discuss? Let's remember some let's remember some lines said by children, real life children. Well, okay. The problem is, you know, the end of the show. Yeah, you want to save um, one save your very best one for the end, but I I wish for world peace, especially to Iraq. That's the number one place that needs world peace. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. It was very much like mm, yes, two thousand seven. Yeah, dude, there was a lot of a lot of Bush. Yeah, I'm hungry, and as Martin Luther King said, <laughs> I have a dream. Yep, that one was ideal. That kid also, I guess, in the interim would always be featured, and he had one quote that really stuck with me as a great weird child quote, where they they stumble upon like a dead cow skeleton or something, and they they find like a pelvis, and he goes, "Pelvis has left the building." Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> who would watch more Classic Kid Nation? Kid picking that up. 
Uh, no. Now, I don't think that question is interesting. I have a more interesting question as a replacement. If you'll... Uh, who, as a kid, would have agreed to be on Kid Nation out of the four of us? No. Who would have done it? Absolutely not me. I was the theater child, so it's probably me. But Dave and Cindy wouldn't let me. I yeah, just wanted to be on Guts. you wanted to do it? I'm just saying I'd be like, ooh, here's my, here's my star turn. Oh, 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 better idea, better idea. We're taking 40 gifted kids. 40 gi- <laughs> oh, no. No, as oh, I said, I, no. No, I, I don't think any of us would actually have done it because I know you guys. <laughs> I don't think any of us are no. sociopath children. Yeah. Like, no, I wouldn't have wanted I, to do it, I, but my parents would, would have said yes if I, if I had. I didn't even go to, to regular them. camp. Yeah, same. I told you. Have I have I told the story on the pod of why I refused to go to camp? Yes, you have. You have told your horrifying camp story. Um, I think on this podcast, it could have been on one of the other ones, but Travis, you're the only one who remembers. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the details of it, but I know that you told it. Okay, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. It was like something really embarrassing you did. It was because kids made you say something really awful, something like that. Was he close? Oh, yeah. He's I'm, I, he, he, I'm bringing back the memory for him right now. He's <laughs> about no, to start I, crying. I, 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 <laughs> okay, it's just from your this. It's him asking, please, I need help to remember this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Um, no, I mean, no, I know what happened. Um, uh, there was, a, there was a, sk- a skit night. The kids just decided that they wanted to redo a single scene from the movie Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Yes! They cast me as mini <laughs> yeah. me and made This is why he hates Heather Graham so much. Yeah. This was it! Yeah. <laughs> I, and then after that, the teacher um, scolded me <laughs> uh, for doing it. And I was so embarrassed that I never let my dad, and I, I never let my mom send me back to camp. Heartbreaking. As I said, I wanted I wanted to be on either Guts. I wanted to be on Guts or Legends of the Hidden Temple, and that's about you wanted where to I lose. You up. wanted to lose at Legends of the Hidden Temple. I, I wanted to have the bejesus scared out of me by a guy <laughs> popping out from behind a wall while I tried to assemble a stone monkey. Did you watch that show and think you were different? You were like, I could. But I was this. better than them. Yes, of yeah. course. I also did <laughs> that show for a kid show had the lowest success rate of any show that I've ever seen. People just did not win that show. Yeah, I mean, obviously it up. happened. But like it didn't happen, and I kept <laughs> watching it. I thought it was the coolest show ever. Yeah, it was sick. Unfortunately, if we ever do it, I think we, by the rules, have to watch the Quibi revival for the uh. final. <laughs> so, the finale of Kid Nation. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know when the episode this comes up, so I'm just gonna bring it up. Did you guys see the promo for Moonlight uh, during this, and then look up what Moonlight? I did not the look TV it up. Yeah, show it's was a 2016 uh, Best nope, Picture winner. It is yet another vampire TV show, but this time the vampire is a PI. Oh hell yeah! That sounds <laughs> sick. It lasted 16 episodes, I believe. Uh, said. Wow, that sounds like what I'm gonna pick. <laughs> Moonlight. Not I've technically been season two. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. It's got Jason Doring. I read about this show. I should have recognized it. I remember this now. I didn't recognize anyone that was on more than like two episodes. Um, you didn't recognize Shannon Sossaman from A Night's Tale and 40 Days of Night? Or 40 Days and 40 Nights? And The Rules <laughs> of Attraction? And The Order? And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? And Risk Cutter's a Love Story? That's seven movies I've never seen. Yeah, great job. 
you, sh- you would enjoy Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I Probably more than I would enjoy 40 Days and 40 Nights, the yeah, most sure. poorly aged comedy of the 2000s. I, I, I would say that you would like the movie by Shane Black, since I like I think you like Shane Black. Wait a second. Uh, I'm sorry. Historically, yeah. Hold on, Travis. Are you trying to tell me you haven't seen Grim Cuddy, or There Are No Saints, or The Undertaker's Wife, or High Holiday, or The Hour After <laughs> uh, The Undertaker's Day? Wife storyline? Yeah, I remember uh, when, the, when they did that. Or, or <laughs> he was cuckolded by or Kane. Or Time, or Hitman Absolution. Or the end of love. <laughs> Wait, which isn't Hitman Absolution? <laughs> yeah. Or Beastie Boys Fight for Your Right Revisited. Or <laughs> Is Fight for Your Right Revisited the one where they did a video, but the Beastie Boys are like Seth Rogen and like some other guys? I maybe have seen that. Or Risk Cutter's a Love Story. He already said that one. I've not seen that. I'm sorry. Do I seem like I've seen Risk Cutter's a Love Story? That's my Uh it does seem that's like my you've new, seen do I Risk look like I like Morrissey? Uh it yeah, you actually, you've been on more than one occasion asked if you like the Smiths, so you give that vibe. And two, a bunch of us watched it in college, and you might have just been there. No, I was not. So the finale of Kid Nation. Uh, <laughs> the job board is on fire like a wicker man in the middle of the town. <laughs> this rocked from Distressing Dreams. Is it? I don't remember who it is. I think it's uh, Michael, the kid who was on the town council the first episode. Uh, from distressing dreams, he is woken and and arrives and finds the symbol of his god. All he knows in life, a flame. This is a Terrence Malick movie. I'm interested. Society. Yeah. I love that the kids take the literal burning of the laws and orders to mean a symbolic rejection of all society, and chaos comes rampant. They begin looting. There's madness. Man exists suddenly outside of nature. What tenuous society they had crafted is gone, like in a cloud of smoke. It's beautiful. It's freeing. I was alive. It was cinema. They were just like, we should get it over system, basically. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I love that he's running around with a lantern telling everyone that the board is on fire in this very clearly scripted moment, it feels like. Uh, But yeah, Jonathan Karsh comes out and is like, you don't have this anymore. You don't need it. I mean, also, like, at this point, they should be organized enough that they don't need it, but whatever. Uh, They burn it down, and then he burns the journal. He burns the journal very badly. He, like, puts it, like, near the fire, but not quite on it. It did not dramatically (laughs) catch the way I would have liked to see. They had to, like, move it off camera more into the flame. Uh, And, yeah, the kids immediately are like, cool, anarchy time. Uh, it's time to, <laughs> it is time to start looting. It's time to start. S- someone steals the pogo stick from the, <laughs> from like the knickknack store or whatever. And then is seen just bouncing on it in the background of someone else talking, which I thought was really good. Their idea of anarchy also, it's like, or of this type of anarchy is like, I'm drinking a bunch of soda. It's like very perfect, it, like child's children going insane things. It's, it's utter freedom that I wish I could have. You can drink a soda. You do have that freedom. No, uh, no, I, no, I can't. No, no. If I drank, if I drank a bunch of soda like these kids did, I would be laid out for a couple days. <laughs> the thing with Kid Nation is now it would be mostly brought to you by ad sponsors. So it would be like, yeah, it would be the Coke Starlight Challenge. I want to know. Mm. Okay, so here's a, here's a question: of what were the sponsors like for this show? Yeah, especially because a, I think some were concerned early on and then signed in later. But b, what is the target age demographic of Kid Nation? Uh, it's all people. It's all. Yeah, I mean, like, it does get tiring to watch a bunch of kids as an adult, per, like, in my opinion. But kids aren't watching CBS reality shows. Right. So, so it's who's like it a for? Weird... 
Kid Nation is an expression of freedom. Kid Nation can appeal to all people, regardless of religion, race, or creed. It is, uh, it's a symbol. It's a brighter day. It's a new hope. It's a chance for humanity to redeem itself. Yes, I have started rewatching Mad Men. How could you tell? <laughs> 40 kids, but they all have a different religious background, and ultimately they must decide which one is correct by the end. Bill Maher's Kid Nation. <laughs> Religious two. Kid Nation, but there's one gun. <laughs> That's what I said earlier. Okay, one kid we, gets we a revolver. We already got that. Sorry, it's hard to idea. keep track. We've mostly just been pitching different forms of <laughs> Kid Nation. Really, we're really doing so much pitching. I really think International Kid Nation is something to that one. Old Nation. We're going to drop 90. <laughs> We're going to drop 40 yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> the Asian That's just the villages. <laughs> it's just this? called Octo- South Florida. Octogen- How about this? Octogenation. Octogen- yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, imagine this first, the first thing in the first episode where they have to like push all the pioneer shit across the desert to the, <laughs> <laughs> to the town. And it's so much better, too, because then there's there could be like romance yeah like developing as well and that wouldn't feel weird it'd just be kind of cute and nice. keep the same host though like so it's still just like this young <laughs> guy <laughs> the host is someone who would normally be leading an aerobics class with them yeah <laughs> new prompt new prompt who who what person over the age of 80 would you I actually know the i know my answer immediately would you cast to host uh old nation if it had to be someone over 80 Damn, well, I'm Sh- so mad that certainly someone would call Shatner. For me, it would be somebody who I've absolutely never heard of, but all the old people watching it would be like, oh my god, this guy, remember him? <laughs> Paul Anka. Just somebody who was a star when they were like 20 years yeah, old and on the like, show in the 60s? Yeah. So my answer is, of course, Joe Biden, <laughs> uh, post-presidency. Old <laughs> Just like in, in like a year and a half, Joe Biden... Host's old nation. He used to run our nation. Now he runs old nation. My, my, the two, the first two answers that popped into my head are people who are both recently deceased mm. within the past couple of years, unfortunately. So we couldn't get Death. Regis, who would be perfect. Oh, Regis would be so Or Robert good. Osborne, who would also be perfect. <laughs> but can we actually, uh, he's not over 50, but Ben Mankiewicz is the host of Turner Classic 50? Movies. Can we yeah, just get him to do it? Perfect. Sorry, over, over 80. Can we just get yeah, a TCM yeah. host? Also, guys, we all missed out on the obvious one here, which is Old Nation. That's just Japan. So I don't want to. I don't want to dip a Folks. toe into that guy with that signature. Nope. The guy who was like, "Let's do Midsummer for the old people." <laughs> Wait, okay. Yeah, not good. But, okay, I am. I'm gonna out myself and say this is the help of a Google. But uh, Warren Beatty. <laughs> Warren That's Beatty, but he's, in, but he's in character <laughs> with Dick, Dick Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Warren Beatty right. and Dick Tracy are there. It's I, like the uh, my, the Mike Myers Gong Show, but. Host of Old Nation, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, host of Old Nation. Did you have to Google how old Joe Pesci is, or did you have to Google to remember who Joe Pesci is? I had to Google people over the age of 80. who I Oh, <laughs> Pesci over 80? Did you now? just Google famous people over 80? Is Pacino sure over 80? Can you tell me, Stephen, who some of the other people that they gave you for the results of famous yeah, people of course, over? Of course, yeah. This was 80. post me saying Joe Biden, by the way. Also, Pacino uh, is one, definitely over 80. He's 80 he is 82 one, going most famous person over 80, Harrison Ford, which yeah. is hilarious because he's not more famous than the second person on this list. Who is? Who is? <laughs> who is Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hard yeah. to say. That's hard to say. 
Who's more famous, I, Han Solo or Paul McCartney? Actually, that's pretty tricky. Yeah. That's, that's, that's hard. I don't, know, I don't know the answer. Okay, Host so we got of Han Old Sol- Nation Judge Judy. Uh, now we're yeah, talking. That'd be good. Now we're talking. We're cooking with some <laughs> gas here. Okay. Old Nation would be kind of bleak because, like, death is way more on the table than pretty much any other reality <laughs> show yes, in history. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like, oh my God, did you hear Harrison Ford died? Oh, what happened? Oh, he was an Old Nation. <laughs> uh,. Clint Eastwood. Oh man. oh man! In the in the setting there. that we have too, Clint Eastwood doing this. Some of these people would be terrible, like Rupert Murdoch. I don't want Rupert Murdoch <laughs> hosting this show. I'm bummed that Shigeru Miyamoto. I'm happy Shigeru Miyamoto is only seventy, but I'm bummed that Shigeru Miyamoto cannot participate in Old Nation because I think he'd be perfect for it. Back to the beginning. Of this and Japan. Oh, is that the is Miyazaki. that the wait, wait, hold on. Is Old Hayao Nation Miyaza- three? Hayao Miyazaki. So we have, <laughs> hold on. Is it Kid Nation and then Old Nation and then Kid Nation back to the beginning? <laughs> is that the third one? Cocoon Nation. Well, the, the the guy who ran the the guy who made this said he wanted to do another one, but he didn't want to deal with kids again, so he just wanted to bring back all the kids that were on Kid Nation for some sort of reunion thing. We have to go back. <laughs> Mike famous just people? screaming at Wait, one hold of on. the kids. I think I we know have who the to most back. famous person in in their eighties is. I'm pretty sure I have the the definitive number one answer for most famous person in their eighties. Uh, can we get a clue? Our who Lord Jesus Christ. I think I think that is the clue. That it's like definitively not a question it's this person who's more famous than mccartney or ford is this a person who's famously in their 80s i'm talking about no 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 i'm talking international though i'm talking i'm talking worldwide <laughs> is it like a, a bollywood star of some sort uh technically hasselhoff no although if i i would certainly listen to you maybe I don't know how that this person is less famous than i can't wait to be i can't wait. just tell us who mad. it is pope Francis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. that's a hard one. I think the Beatles are bigger than Jesus is the thing that had been said. So, mm, I don't know. Pope Francis hosts Old Nation. <laughs> See, and the, and your answer... I think uh, more people know who Paul Matt, McCartney is than know who the current Pope Nation is at any is maybe, given time. Is maybe Bridget Bardot? Brigitte Bardot? <laughs> Bridget. Or perhaps Rod Laver? <laughs> That's a name. <laughs> yeah, Rod Laver. <laughs> that sounds like I would be talking right, to my Navy. grandma. She'd be like, I was watching this show with that Rod Laver. Uh, Rod Laver was a tennis player. Oh, I was say that's an athlete. They, I couldn't right. think well, yeah, of yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> He's not dead. He was he did play tennis. He is a t- anyways. Uh, yeah, just if you, if your grandmother was watching a show with Rod Laver, I would have some questions <laughs> for what the television program was. I think he's only like 75, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I'm not imagining hosting. That'd be great. Okay. When he's not ready. Why are we imagining them hosting and not, not being, being participants? On it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, celebrity octogenation. Celebrity old nation. <laughs> we just get Tina Turner and Bob Dylan and no. Joe that, No, God. You're, name, you're naming and people who would say no. You got to name people who would say yes. Okay. Who needs a win? <laughs> who needs a major loss? <laughs> George Takei would say yes. Yes, he would. Sure. Absolutely. Yes, he See, would. Now we're now we're getting there. <laughs> and Shatner would too. Now that Takei's doing it. Now that Takei's doing it. 
So Ken said, yeah, Shatner says no. Jerry West John Carpenter in his 80s. John Voight would maybe do it. John Voight would definitely do John Voight would be the biggest villain on the show. <laughs> He's speaking in a Paraguayan accent. Did you say John Carpenter, Travis? I said John Carpenter 80. Yeah. He's too he'd, he'd say no. Like, He's, too lazy. He's too lazy. He's too lazy. You were looking yeah. for... You were looking for uh, Gene Shrimpton. Gene Shrimpton? Uh, Gene Is this like the SpongeBob parody of George Plimpton? Like, what are you, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Often called the world's first supermodel, Gene Shrimpton was uh, alongside Twiggy, one of the most prominent faces of the 1960s swinging Britain. Yeah, it's too bad Raquel Welch just died because she would have been a great addition yeah. for some sex appeal to Octogenation. <laughs> we could make this happen. Sophia Loren so alive. Good ideas. <laughs> I'm just naming all the people. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember some old people. I just remember some Francis Ford Coppola. Some multidisciplinary old people. <laughs> Who who might want to be on a reality show? Jane Goodall, get her in there. <laughs> what, what's James Wong up to these days? <laughs> I would watch Jane Goodall be on a reality show. There's a lot of room for like jokes about how much more civilized the apes were, you know, like. Yeah. Should we get back to what happened to this condition episode after the looting was over and the rioting? Yeah, ended? sure. I was just googling the oldest. I- I just Googled living war criminals, so yeah, let's get out of here before I start <laughs> throwing some real spice into whole the nation. It's like, yeah, is anyone from the Nuremberg trial still alive? Is anyone from the Milosevic regime uh, you know, not poison themselves? Uh, yeah, so anyway, after in the aftermath, um, a bunch of girls get in a fight because one of them some of them want to keep a bunch of chickens in their bunkhouse which seems and spend the night with chickens which seems bad and then there's one girl who normally hangs out with them but she's not actually part of their team so she's supposed to go elsewhere and they don't let her hang out and i don't know they get in a fight that Stupid like 10 year olds get reality in. show shit. uh that one's dumb uh this one kid who's like a future republican uh was just like it's sickening what happened here as he's like trying to clean up after everyone all yeah this, we all get this like lack of order most of this one, like the first half of this episode is pretty just like lame. And then the big thing that happens is uh, they're like, okay, everyone, you have to make a huge amount of spaghetti for like a, a gazillion people. Like let's all like the showdown is you have to, yeah, like get all this dough strained and make all this tomato sauce so we can do spaghetti for a huge party because surprise all the parents are coming and i do love the stampede of parents <laughs> running down the running down the road <laughs> to see their kids who you think probably all hate them now but actually do miss them and they're all reunited with their folks what about diane feinstein on old nation Sorry. that would be elder abuse because <laughs> <laughs> what? what we were describing she deserve to be abused to some degree 100%. yeah but they should have to yeah. they should be they should be able to be cognizant of where they are the whole time and that's not the yeah case give her them. give her the drug cocktail that they give to joe biden and then make her do kid nation <laughs> our old nation <laughs> I do like that it took them a good year to figure out the right drug cocktail. Like, <laughs> they haven't so dialed in, better. though, man. They, yeah, they are, he is so much better at speaking than he was when he got elected. It's crazy. Would you guys take the Virgin Jaeger bomb that they 
<laughs> gives one of the parents in the saloon. <laughs> one of the most upsetting phrases I can imagine. Uh, I mean, like that is that I, I, I sure. me guy who texted Matt yesterday. Vichyswa Gogurt. If Matt had just responded with Virgin Jaeger bomb, I would have spent the whole evening then coming up with just more upsetting things. <laughs> yeah, I'd take it. Sure, I don't uh, care. Yeah, they give the parents a virgin Jaeger bomb. They have three stars now to give out, and one that's worth like fifty thousand. I no, they're all, worth, they're all no, no, no. Are they they're all, all three. Yeah, they're all worth fifty. They have three extra size stars yeah. that they're giving out that are worth fifty. Well, my, my yeah. note here was they're, they're, if the task is, is running a delicious restaurant and the reward is three stars, I th- I see a little bit of poetry in that. My note on this was, I hope they throw the stars on the ground and the parents fight over them to illustrate a point about society. But Matt, sadly, that didn't happen. Matt, I was recently told by a friend that I talk about Babendum more than any other person <laughs> they've ever met in their life. And my response was, hey, you've never met Matt Siani. <laughs> that sounds like a section of the large intestine. Um, th- once again, I don't have a ton to say about the finale. It was not as interesting. Not nearly um, as interesting. It was... I mean, if this had aired, if this had been the first really episode, know. it would have been as interesting. I don't know. I yeah. think I was just I mean, tired also, of this it. Was just like, I guess, uh, no, I disagree. No, like, it's this was just like a retrospective, and like yeah. congratulations, yeah, they did the Kid kids, Nation the way that the people who watched all the the loyal um, <laughs> Kid Nation watchers do. You know, uh, someone said this gives them hope for this country and the world. And whoever that kid was that said that, I think it was Sophia, is definitely completely broken now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to. Some uh, the thing that was left out of some of those videos where like the YouTuber got in contact with the kids from Kid Nation. It's like, how do you feel about America these days? Like, what's what's your yeah. like general worldview like? Yeah, if we were like an actual like good podcast that did in depth research, we would have watched some of the YouTube interviews with some of these kids. Did you? Yeah, they weren't that interesting. I only watched like yeah. a couple minutes of a couple of them. Yeah, they they. If that's the bar that I had to clear As to we, make this a good podcast, a well-researched podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn, I'm glad say, I, I could help us clear that bar. When, when we read that in the beginning, it was kind of like, yeah, it's it's very much the thing where it's the child recollection of these things. Do you remember what it was like, what you were like when you were 15 in these ways, Travis? Uh, yeah, it's like I try not to. Yeah, Wikipedia claimed that this developed some level of cult following now. After a lot of these kids got interviewed on YouTube, and a lot of them have YouTube channels and talked about it and stuff, but I'm gonna call bullshit on that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hadn't heard of it until we were doing this part. Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm so surprised that the parents kept it totally chill when they were like, uh, "And we are going to be giving some of these kids three stars, and they're going to be worth fifty thousand dollars." Yeah. If I was one of the parents, well, like, because they're stage chill parents. and normal. <laughs> it must. I. I don't know. It must be that like. Like the other parents were getting a decent amount of money, also, you know. They got five thousand dollars for participating. All right, no, I would have not kept it chill and normal. <laughs> <laughs> if you could get ten times that, yeah. Well, like, if you're also you're a stage parent who signed your child up to right. build a society yep. in New Mexico for TV, so presumably you're not keeping it chill very often. But they did make all the parents seem like nice people. I wonder if there was like a big edit where they were like, all right, one of these parents really did act a fool when their kid didn't win <laughs> yeah. like 50K and I we bet. just had to edit it out. 
<laughs> like like parents getting in a fight, like something, and there's like that's not the tone that we want to go with on this show. I don't know. I, I think like, they would have been like, keep the cameras or... rolling. Uh, yeah. I mean, so. I don't know. It could go either way. That's just like a classic. Like it's a little league fight, you know. Like those aren't Elaine that May, dude. I've seen old s- name. <laughs> Did okay. I ever tell you about when I covered She'd like a random funny. rec league baseball game and a serious fight broke out and I just straight up just like left? <laughs> yeah, rather I mean, than stay to try try and report on it for a professional country. newspaper. Yeah, it's a funny thing that happens like pretty consistently. Sports Dad Nation, drop for <laughs> drop forty little league dads <laughs> into one spot. Have Coach the Nation. <laughs> 40. Oh man, I would love Coach Nation. <laughs> For 39, 39 high, uh, high school football coaches and one hold me back strength coach. <laughs> Just one though. Oh, I, I got another pitch. I got a pitch for you. Maybe yeah, maybe it's ready. like a. I, I it could, could be like I a can't spike get enough TV. of these. I'd listen to us thing. pitch things literally for the rest of the night. Oh, a spike TV one. What about right, like hit what us. about Drunk Nation? And everybody has to keep their like BAC at like point. It's one another something. round, but there's 40 people <laughs> in one location. That's what you're describing. <laughs> Counterpoint. It's what 40 happens alcohol- if it no. drops? Do you get kicked off the nation? You get no, 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 no. It's 40 <laughs> alcoholics on day. The problem is on day 35. Matt, you are just functioning at point one two. Like, oh yeah, just, I, yeah, maybe your body an, will adjust. It's guys, 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 guys. In guys. order to enter any of the normal facilities, guys. you have to not be able to guys. walk a straight line. Guys, 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 guys. It's forty alcoholics, and and rehab has to work for them. Sober nation, <laughs> sober nation. <laughs> We're gonna drop twenty of the most uh, conservative people we can find. And twenty of the most liberal people we can find. Can they, they have build to start a start a dialogue? Bill Maher is our host, of course. I say Charles Barkley, but that too. <laughs> <Seven> dialogue. <laughs> you could put it on. Uh, you could put it on Fox News and have it just like forty liberals, like trying to figure out how to make a society. <laughs> Call it like Cuck Nation. <laughs> Hosted by like Tucker That's Carlson. Rock. Call, a show called Cuck Nation. <laughs> Counterpoint. Counterpoint. 40 cucks. 40 people who've been <laughs> actual cucks. You say it's li- they're literally doing Milf Island right now. Like, yeah. yeah. Not quite the same because it doesn't have eighth grade boys. What's <laughs> Bitch Hunter? TLC to do Milf <laughs> Manor. So God, I want Bitch Hunter Nation? so bad. They made put, Kid like, Nation, but they never made Bitch Hunter. That's like so funny. <laughs> like 20 cuckolds and 20 women in? Or like, what do you. I mean? don't know. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's Hot an wife idea. Nation. Space. 40 podcasters. Oh yeah, pause. No, no audio equipment. Travis <laughs> <Pause laughs> <Chris> McElroy. <laughs> Forty McElroys. So yeah, that was a uh, Kid Nation, um, and I'm glad to forget this television program. Yeah. Ooh, Forty E Girls. Cat Nation. Anyways. That was Kid Nation, and I am 40 happy. 40 people that all stand one different K-pop group. <laughs> I am very happy to have put this in the rear view, and we can continue pitching all night long if we want, but it is time to do the wrap-up. Yeah, what be, do you have for us next We week? will be finishing out. I don't know which particular thing killed Steven just now. <laughs> we will be finishing out One Season Wonders, the month of One Season Wonders. Just plain canceled. 
flops. Uh, we'll be finishing that up with my pick next week when we cover Bunheads. <laughs> I've never heard of this. <laughs> Sounds like Stephen might be the one to tell us what Bunheads is. Matt, have you heard of Bunheads? No, no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know what? It's normally Stephen's. Matt, I'm going to put Matt 30 seconds on. Matt did last week, though. Oh, okay. I can't remember it. We were last week. Matt last was the only week. one who had no idea what Kid Nation was, and I, loved, right. his, I loved his idea of what it was. But. <laughs> You're right. Okay, Stephen, then. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. I want you to tell me everything you think you know about the television program Bunheads starting now. Bunheads is an American reality TV show about a family that opened a rabbit-themed bakery. <laughs> um, the bun is a, is a pun on both the bread that they make and the rabbits. Uh, the problem is the rabbits... Uh, you know, uh, cause all kinds of mayhem in the back of their shop. The premise of the show is that they is have to time. let the rabbits loose. That's time. Join us next week when we cover Amy Sherman Palladino's follow-up to Go- follow-up to Gilmore Girls Bunheads, a television show I've seen every episode of probably three times. I don't even need huh. to tell you to download it. It's already on the Plex server. Crazy. Let's go! It's about ballerinas, I think. Yep, it's about, uh-huh. We're going to get Alan Ruck up like, in here. We're going to talk like, about Sutton ooh. Foster. My version had a pun in it. We're going to see an pun old heads. friend. We're going to see an old friend. And we're going to get really excited. And I won't say who it is. But I'm going to give you a little clue, okay? Clear eyes. You got you to gotta say the rest with me here, guys. Clear eyes. It's really hard to say things at the same time on a podcast. Because okay, we're going to try it again. 40 out. high school football boosters. All right. Thank you. <laughs> 40 Dylan Panthers are so excited in the middle of Bonanza. Well, we're trying to make them get a little bit of camaraderie before the upcoming season. It's going to rule it's when we finally... It's me Sammy Mead. When we finally cover Friday Night Lights, and because of the way that we structured this, we have to check off 70 people as all-stars because of the fact that we just pick things to talk about a Friday Night Lights guy. Just be like, yeah, fucking, here we go. We got Michael B. Jordan. He's on the list. Um... Yeah. Anyways, thank you to you, the listener, for putting up with this episode, which was mostly spent brainstorming uh, new pitches for Kid Nation, all of which are perfect and great. You can find this podcast wherever you originally found it, and we'd love a rate, review, subscribe, all of those things. Tell a friend, maybe not about this episode, or maybe about this episode. <laughs> not really this quite clear was. how this one's going to turn out in the edit, but I'm optimistic, as I always am. You can find my continued works on all matters of life, mostly photography, uh, uh, Psyop Abelman, wherever you get your social medias. Steven, can you bring us home? I miss mom and dad, and I miss protein and all. 